Hey, everybody. On today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk a lot about Caleb Downs. This is a huge pickup for the Alabama Crimson Tide. We're also going to talk about Malik Bryant, who committed to Miami today, and what does that mean for Alabama? And finally, we're going to talk about Julio Jones. He lands with the Tampa Bay Bucks. How awesome is that? He's going to be catching passes from Tom Brady. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Bama. Our Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson and me, Jimmy Stein. That's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing fantastic because today was a big commitment day. It was Caleb Downs Day. Thank you all for making us your first listen. We appreciate you guys so much. Couldn't do this without you, and we mean that very literally. Couldn't do it without you. Um, Y'all the absolute best. And uh, when you make Locked On Bama your first listen, it means a lot to Jimmy and me, so thank you guys a ton for that. Jimmy. I want to start yep. this show really quickly, as you can hear my little yap dog in the background, I think. Um, I, I recorded on my phone some of Caleb Downs, his announcement ceremony. It's about two minutes worth. I think it's worth us playing it for those who haven't seen it, because I thought it was really cool. I think it sort of gives us um, a look into what kind of kid this is. He's a good kid. And so just bear with me while I play this video. Parents that sacrifice for me every day, and I thank you guys for that. Mom, my rock, I love you, and I know you have my best interest at heart, and I love you. Pop, you show me what it means to be a man. That's something that's really special. You've been my best coach, best mentor, best trainer, best educator, and you instilled faith in me as a child. And that's something that can't be replaced. Bro, like, sis, like to, uh, I want to thank my coaches, trainers, and teachers, everybody that has um, taught me lessons and provided me wisdom throughout the year. Special shout out to Tony Ballard, my guy, providing me this outfit today. Um, I think everybody. Um, Coach Lovelady, thank you for believing me in as a freshman, letting me on the field and giving me a chance. All my rec league coaches, you guys are the foundation that I have in this. And I thank you for that. Lastly, I want to thank all the coaches and colleges that recruited me throughout this process. And saw the talent that God instilled in me since I was young. Thank you. I need to thank myself for the dedication I put in in this process. For the next three to four years, I'll be committed to. All right, Jimmy, so um, a couple of things. He thanked everybody, including the guy who gave him that outfit, which tells me he's a very uh, grateful young man, which is very cool. Um, 
I thought the hat switch was not a bad touch. I When he picked up the Alabama hat, I said, okay, he's going to put it down and pick up an Alabama hat. I guessed what he was going to do, um, and that's what he did. Of course, nobody was there to hear me guess it, but I did. Um, but regardless, I think this is the best commitment we have so far. No offense to anybody that's already committed to us. I think he's potentially the number one player in the country. You know, obviously that gym is usually going to go to a defensive lineman or at a quarterback. That, that's typically what it, the way it is. It's not going to go to a safety. They feel like they're not as big of game changers. This dude is that big of a game changer to me. I can agree more. Um, I think he's the best player at his position in the country. And by that, I mean, I think Caleb is a better prospect at safety than any other prospect is at their position in the country, including quarterback. Uh, he also has the lowest uh, floor uh, and the highest ceiling of, of, of all of the, the prospects in the 23 cycle. I think you saw there from that video clip what kind of incredibly mature kid he is. He's not just mature. He's mature in every way. He's mature on the field. He doesn't play like a high school player. He doesn't move or hit like a high school player. And as you see in his comments, he's just an, an incredibly mature athlete that's so ready for the next level it's ridiculous um i i don't you know I'm, I'm the guy that all year long talks about how we expect too much out of freshmen we, we we shouldn't put expectations on them in terms of playing time we shouldn't act like they're already proven college football players when they're simply high school prospects i actually have to throw a lot of that out that out the window when it comes to caleb downs i think uh i will be shocked if he's not a significant player uh, at Alabama in his freshman season, I think the best comps for him aren't even at the safety position because we've never signed one exactly like him. I think the best comp are players like Julio Jones and Will Anderson, uh, who were Julio and Will, and even someone like a David Palmer. They, they were the moment they got off the bus and were on the Alabama football team the moment they were they were among the very best players on the whole roster. Uh, Will was one of our best defensive players as a true freshman immediately. Julio Jones was probably the best wide receiver we had on the roster day one the moment he showed up. Caleb Downs is the same way. He will be our most athletic defensive back from day one, and he's got the kind of maturity – and intelligence. This is a 3.9 GPA kid with offers from every big time academic institution in the country. Uh, he could have committed to Notre Dame today. Uh, he could have committed anywhere today. He could have gone to Stanford. He's, he's a high achiever in every way. And he comes from a high achieving family, dad in the NFL. His brother is going to be a first round pick in the draft next April at North Carolina. His mom was a track star. His sister's a track star. Uh, his uncle is Dre Bly, who was a first-team All-American and then an All-Pro NFL defensive back. That's his uncle. Uh, Caleb is, I'm telling you guys, we, we, won't, we won't get another player in this class any more impressive than Caleb Downs, the number one prospect in Georgia, the number one safety in the country. In my mind, easily a top-ten player nationally in this cycle. And uh, on top of it all, just a stand-up kid. You saw that from his introduction. Uh, his very heartfelt thank yous to his parents were uh, were very moving. Are you muted? Are you muted? Yes, dang it. 
that was my error but you know what's so funny is um so on our last podcast where you had some issues some folks were like hey love the podcast but you guys got to get some of this stuff fixed and so i was like here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna treat these folks i'm gonna take a video on my phone learn how to load it and put it on here and then they're gonna be like yeah luke's got his act together and then i mute myself accidentally again um, let me go ahead and tell everybody about Bet Online, though. Bet Online is the place you want to go when you want to get that bet in. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every single league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, AHSAA, uh, ARA, uh, NRA, <laughs> every everything that's got an A in it, you can check on it. Combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information and live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered every which way. Bet online is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy. So we talked about Caleb Downs. We both love him. We think he's the. I mean, honestly, I think you could make a case he's the best player in the country. I really believe that. It's going to be hard to, to overtake some of these quarterbacks. I know Arch Manning is, for the most part, number one. Uh, Malachi Nelson is taking that that mantle in in, um, in ESPN, I think it is. But and but it's going to be tough for him. But I think he's at least in the discussion. And like you said, you said he actually has a low floor and a high ceiling. I think you meant a high floor and a high ceiling. Yeah, exactly. That that's what I meant. Yeah, good good catch there. Yeah, what I meant was <laughs> Caleb Downs has almost a zero bust factor to me, like zero. He's going to be good. He's good right now. He can play college football and be a good player right now uh now is a chance he won't live up to hey three and done first round pick nfl all pro of course there's a chance he won't achieve all those things and he's got to stay healthy but there's just sometimes you sign a kid and you know you'll see if it works out with him there's he's again that's why i think the best comps are julio and will anderson i mean guys that are like well He's going to be good. It's just a matter of how good. You know, Will Anderson was one of the best players on the 2020 team that went undefeated and beat everybody except Florida by double digits. I mean, and all SEC schedules. So uh, that's that's the kind of guy I think Caleb Downs is too. I'm right there with you. Now, so what does this mean? First of all, um, I was able to discern some information today that made me feel more even better about Cormani McLean. And um, I, I feel like if Alabama gets Cormani McLean, who Weirdly, people not not weirdly, I guess. There's a bunch of folks have him rated above Caleb Downs. I, I don't know as much about Cormani McLean as I do Downs, but man, if that's true, Cormani's a beast. Um, so my point is if if Alabama gets him and they get Caleb Downs and Tony Mitchell and Jaleel Hurley, oh oh my God. I mean that that's the best defensive class I've defensive back class I've ever seen. Ratings wise. Yeah, it would have to be the best defensive back class of all time. The best defensive back class. If you add Cormani McLean, who's the number one, arguably the number one prospect in Florida, not, not just the number one cornerback, the number one prospect in Florida, who is an Alabama lean uh, right now. He hasn't made up his mind yet, uh, but, but Cormani McLean is leaning to Alabama over Florida. Uh, if you add five-star Cormani McLean to five-star Caleb Downs, and we've already secured five-star Tony Mitchell and five-star Jaleel Hurley. It, it it just has to be. I can't sit here and spit out who the classes are. It just simply has to be the most impressive 
defensive back group ever signed by one school ever. It has to be. Um, Hunter Arsborn will be committing on Monday. We still feel good there, don't we? Yeah, uh, I feel like Hunter Osborne on Monday is going to select Alabama. Uh, you know, he's not we, – we won't be uh, raving about him in the same way we rave about Caleb. That's not a shot at Hunter. He's just he's just more of your normal blue-chip prospect, like the 130th-ranked prospect in the nation, which, by the way, makes him outstanding yeah. and a real blue-chip. If he chooses Alabama, by the way, he's saying no to Texas. He's saying no to Clemson. Uh, he's saying no to most of the SEC. Uh, Hunter Osborne, uh, an in-state kid, uh, good enough to be top five in the state, in my opinion, most years. But in this 23 cycle, which is the one of the greatest years in-state ever, uh, I think he's probably somewhere around 11th, 12th, 13th in most of the rankings, which is ridiculous because, again, this is a top five kid in-state most years. Uh, I'm, I like Hunter Osborne a lot. I wanted Alabama to take him from day one. Uh, he's got to put on some weight. I mean, the issue with him is size. Uh, it probably weighs about 250, 255 right now, but is going to play a position at Alabama that would require him to be in the 290 range. So, you know, it might take a year or two for him to add 40 pounds of good weight, but he's got a great frame forward at, at basically six, three and a half. Uh, he, he's built like a defensive tackle. And if he retains his athleticism, uh, he can be, a, a great pass rusher from the inside. And I'll tell you, it just occurred to me the other day, Luke, in terms of a comp for him, this isn't fair to the kid, but I'll tell you, he's a lot like at the same age. And that's Quinn and Williams, you know, it sort of reminds me of Q at the same age. And by the way, Q had to red shirt. Why? He had to put on weight. He had to put on weight. Q was also in his junior year in high school played outside. And that's what Hunter just did at Trustville. They're, they're approximately the same size, length, and weight, and athleticism at the same stage. But Q grew a certain way. Let's see if Hunter does the same thing. But Monday night, I think Monday afternoon, Hunter Osborne will uh, make his uh, commitment known. And uh, I like where Alabama sits right now. I would pay, say Alabama's a solid favorite. But uh, he is very serious about Texas and uh, Clemson as well. And I'm just going to throw this out there, and there'll be some people be like, you can't just throw this out there. I'm going to say this. I'm not saying that this will happen. I feel moderately better about Alabama's odds in flipping Peter Woods at this point right now. I won't say any more than that. I will just say that I I thought there was about a 2% chance. I'm going to say it's more like a 15 to 20% chance. And that still doesn't mean it's going to happen. I just feel better about it than I did um, after today and, you know, fill in the blanks where you want to. I just feel a little better about it. Uh, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about Julio Jones' new landing spot. Okay. Julio Jones playing with the Tampa Bay Bucks now. Um, first of all, yeah, Tom Brady's setting records now. When you're throwing to Julio, Mike Evans, um, God, who are the who are the other some of the cats they have? Well, I mean, they're not going to have Gronkowski anymore, but they just got dudes on top of dude. They got Russell Gage, who's pretty solid. I mean, he is a solid second third option. Um, and who's the other receiver they have that's really good? That can, Chris Goblin. Chris yes. Goblin still there? Yes, he's pretty good. Goblin. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Goblin. Um, I, well, I mean, it's Tampa. It's Tom Brady. It's uh, that great defense. Uh, what what I'm excited for about Julio is. 
he's accomplished everything, right? I mean, he's going to Canton. I mean, he's an, he's an, going into the NFL Hall of Fame when his career is over. Uh, he ranks in the you know in the top ten in uh, in so many categories and in, in NFL history as a wide receiver. He's the greatest wide receiver in Falcons history. Some say he's the greatest Falcon in Falcon history, regardless of position. That's that's unbelievable, but arguably true. Uh, what Julio is missing is is a super, being a Super Bowl champion. He almost got there with the Falcons. They blew that fourth quarter lead, ironically, to Tom Brady uh, in New England. Uh, I would be so happy for Julio uh, just to be a Super Bowl champion. Uh, hard to believe Julio is 33 years old. This will be his 33-year-old season uh, in the NFL. And as we know, he's got some chronically bad hamstrings. That's been the issue with him health-wise. Uh, I don't know how much longer the hamstrings can hold up. But uh, I'm going to be rooting for Tampa, uh, not, yeah. not necessarily for Tom Brady to win another one, but for Julio to get his first. Uh, and just seeing the greatest quarterback of all time throwing balls to Julio, uh, that's going to make for some fun uh, Sunday afternoons. You talk about if you're in trouble, you just throw it up. And the two guys that might come down with it are Julio or Mike Evans. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they really are crazy. They'll be on the same team. And they didn't play too far apart. Of course, Mike Evans was on the 2012 and 2013 Texas A&M teams and those great Alabama A&M matchups and those Johnny Manziel uh, teams. So Alabama fans, unfortunately, very familiar with Mike Evans. Uh, but, yeah, I guess he's only, uh, you know, four or five years younger than Julio. Great, great player. Uh, Tampa's got a bunch of good ones. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I can't wait. It does give me a reason to to watch Tampa. I mean, I always kind of watch him because, you know, I like Brady. I do. I, I'm not crazy about him, but I like him. Um, and I think that uh, it is cool to have that tie-in where he played in the Super Bowl against him. And, in fact, Julio had a was having a really nice game. He, I think he was hurt in that game. Like, he was playing injured. But he remember that one play where he stretched out and he caught it on the sideline and it was just ridiculous? Yeah. I mean, like. He's one of the few players in NFL history who could make that catch. That's just truth. Moss could do it. You know, um, God, name some others that could do it. I don't know a lot. That Jerry Rice could do, probably couldn't do it because he's not tall enough. You know, you had to have incredible balance and the height and the wingspan of Julio Jones to make that happen. Um, I, think Megatron, Julio, I think the best Julio catch I've ever seen, uh, can't believe I remember this, but was it the opener in 2010, maybe against San Jose State in yeah. Tuscaloosa? And that was Julio's final year. I think in the first game, a throw from McElroy. And, it was a bad and Julio, It was. And Julio had to lay out with one hand and caught a ball that I think was for a touchdown uh, against San Jose State of all teams. But uh, I'll always remember that catch thinking, I think that's the only human being we've ever had here in Alabama, remotely capable of doing something like that. Now we've seen some great catches, but not you got to to have all the intangibles like he has. And you're right, it's a shame about his hamstrings. But he he says Julio Jones. I just saw it go across the ESPN crawler. He says he's 100 percent healthy. Now, look, if you're 33 years old and you've been in the NFL, you know what, 12 years, you're not 100 percent healthy. I can tell you that. But if anybody can pull this off, it's Julio Jones. And here's the thing: I think he's only a few thousand yards away from having the most uh, yards from scrimmage for for any player from the state of Alabama. Um, I think that's right in the NFL. Like T.O., uh, who's from my hometown, by the way, uh, I think he holds the record. 
um, with like 16,000 or something. I saw this the other day. I should have made a better note of it. Uh, but it's on AL.com if you're interested in it. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's podcast, everybody. Happy Caleb Downs Day. Um, it was a big one. And, um, yeah, we didn't even talk about Malik Bryant to Miami. We'll talk about that next time. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah. But we didn't get it. So. Well, yeah, uh, that was expected. On Alabama's end, that was uh, 100% expected. All right, buddy. That's going to do it. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you so much. Be sure to subscribe. Roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.